Do you feel guilty? Are you? And are those the same thing? The king of a city-state called Gerar in the region where Abraham was living, Abimelech noticed this nomad who had wandered onto his land. He noticed Abraham's wealth, his flocks, his herds, his hundreds of servants and their families. And Abimelech noticed Abraham's sister. Sarah must have been a beautiful woman. Even at the age of 90, she caught Abimelech's attention And maybe Abimelech saw an advantage in allying himself with this wealthy nomad Abraham by bringing his sister into his home. But once Sarah was in his household, Abimelech had a dream, more like a nightmare. God came to him and said, You are a dead man for what you have done. You took another man's wife into your home. Abimelech says, Now look here, God. Abraham told me that she is his sister. I have done nothing wrong. My conscience is clear. Besides, I haven't even touched her. Abimelech's conscience is clear. He doesn't feel guilty. In his own eyes, he is vindicated before God and man. How can he possibly be guilty if he has no feelings of guilt? But what does God say? He says, I know your conscience is clear. I know that you feel no guilt about this woman. But guess what? That's not the problem. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. It is wrong to take another man's wife as your own, whether you're aware of it or not. Regardless of how you feel about it, your actions have consequences. Now, I'm stepping in to keep you from sinning more, from bringing on yourself even more guilt. Return her to Abraham, or you are dead. Abimelech did not feel guilt, but because of his actions, he still had guilt. Abimelech could handle his feelings of guilt all on his own by deciding that he was vindicated, by deciding not to feel guilt. But that doesn't do anything about his being guilty. How you feel about what you've done often has little to do with what you deserve for what you've done. Which is a shame, because we're really good at dealing with feelings of guilt. Oh, I'm not mean, I'm just an honest person. I'm not greedy, I'm driven to succeed. It's not lust, it's a lifestyle choice. I'm not immoral, I'm free. Don't call it wickedness, don't call it wrong, don't call it sin. Call it something else. Rename the action so that I can feel good about doing what I want to do, so that I can be vindicated, so that I can be guilt-free. Abimelech did not feel guilt, but because of his actions, he still had guilt. Abimelech could handle his feelings of guilt all on his own by deciding that he was vindicated, by deciding not to feel guilt, but that doesn't do anything about his being guilty. And like Abimelech, we stand before God with real guilt. And like with Abimelech, with us, there has to be a change, but not one we can make. We may be experts at dealing with feelings of guilt, but we can do nothing about how guilty we are. So God did everything. In Jesus, we are vindicated. 
We are cleared not just of guilt feelings, but of real guilt. In Jesus, God paid the price himself for every sin, regardless of how we feel about them. And faith is the change we need, that we stop trying to deal with our guilt feelings by lying to ourselves about our sin, and that we turn to the God who has done everything for us. By faith we call sin what it is. It is guilt, but it is also forgiven. With clear consciences, in Christ we recognize and confess our sins. We don't try to hide from the truth of our guilt. Instead, we run to the cross with our sins, and there we find the God who has vindicated us through the blood of His Son. And because of Jesus, God declares us innocent. We stand vindicated before God, by God, 100% guilt-free. I want to say Abimelech was lucky, but the right word is blessed. God blessed him by not letting him decide how he felt about his guilt. God confronted him with his guilt out of love, because God is the only one who can deal with our guilt. Who knows if Abimelech ever realized what a gift God had given him. I guess that's another thing only God can do. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawey, who is like a calf, like a young wild ox. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.